Hello, my name is Sonia Montiel. I am the founder of College Confidence. I am an educator, a mother of a fifth grader and first year college student, wife uh, to my high school sweetheart, and a soccer player through and through. <laughs> and I'm Hilary Bilbrey, inspired living strategist, author, speaker, mama to three teenagers, wife, and adventure seeker. You know, some things are just meant to be. Although we met randomly in a class, Sonia and I really became clear that our work, our values, and our heart align. Soon we began talking about our families and our worries and our businesses, our lives, and we realized we were helping each other move forward into our own confidence and integrity. We understand that many people have this fear of showing such vulnerabilities that you and I were able to get to so quickly, and it's because of that alignment. But that vulnerability and those conversations are really a way to get to the heart of the matter. And so Decided Heart was born, and this is why we would love to invite you to join our conversations. Welcome to a very special episode of Decided Heart Conversations. We're so glad that you can be with us today. And joining us is the future. These wonderful grads from 2020, we're so glad they could be here. We're so appreciative of the fact that they've had to have flexibility. They've had to show patience. They've had to show perseverance to just make it through their senior years. And then here they are planning for the future. And it's such a unique class. Again, these are the kids that were born around the time of 9-11. And here during a pandemic, we have them trying to face what their future looks like. We thought you might be interested in hearing from them and what their thoughts are, what they're doing, and what their outlook is for their future and the future of our, our country and the world. So on that note, I would love to start with Anya, if you wouldn't mind giving a quick introduction who you are. If you wanna say anything about your family, feel free to, but really what are your plans for next year? Okay, so um, my name is Anya Rompal. Um, I graduated from Tesoro High School in like South Orange County. And it's my mom, my dad, and my younger brother. Um, yeah, we're a year and like three months apart. So, you know, we're really competitive. Um, <laughs> next year, I will be going to Canada for college so yeah University of Waterloo in Western Ontario um, I'm Canadian and I moved um, freshman year so it's always like even at the start of Sonia and I's like relationship as you know counselor and stuff like that I've always kind of you know sprinkled in the idea of maybe going back to Canada and I like tossed up between like UCs and like Cal States and then ultimately going back to Canada and it was just like it felt right like so yeah so I'm pretty excited about you know experiencing a new country a new climate and like being back home I love that you said that. I'm actually going to transition into Breck because interestingly enough, we didn't know this connection before, but he also moved his freshman year and started in a new school. So we may have to circle back to questions about that at some time because it's sure. not easy to transition, is it, going into your freshman year? So Breck, give us a little bit of background about, again, who you are and anything you want to say about your family if you'd like to. Be careful. 
and then um, also what your or <laughs> what your future is is uh, holding for you in the moment. Um, my name is Breck Bilbrey. Um, I also moved as a freshman to uh, California, Thousand Oaks area, um, which is in Ventura County, California. Um, I did not really know what to expect. Um, and it was, it was probably better than I expected. Um, now I'm just, um, enjoying, you know, our, our, my final real weeks of, of being here in California, because I'm going to be going to, um, Colorado State University in Fort Collins in Colorado. Um, and I'm really excited about that. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much. And Taya, last but not least. So my name is Taya Strawn. Um, I graduated from Tesoro in 2019. Um, so I'm going into my second year of college right now. And I'm going to Saddleback Community College, um, which is in Southern California. Um, my family is just me, my mom, my dad, and my little brother. Um, and for me, I chose community college just because I wasn't totally sure uh, which way I wanted to go yet and what I wanted to get my degree in. And it's 10 minutes away from my house. So financially, it made the best sense. Um, and so I'll just be starting my second year there. Oh, That's fantastic. I, circling back really quick, and then I'm going to hand off to Sonia to ask some of our first questions. But was there a reason, Breck Bilbrey, that you decided to not include your family in your description? <laughs> well, I mean, considering that you you are my family, I, I figure that that conversation has been had, but I'd be happy to talk about our family if you'd like. <laughs> Why don't you tell us who's in your family? <laughs> um, so, obviously, Hillary Rose Bilbrey is my mother. Um, <laughs> uh, I live in my house with my mom, my dad, uh, and a younger brother and sister. Uh, my brother is going into his senior year, and my sister is going into her sophomore year. Um, so we're we're all sort of in high school right now, um, all kind of living similar but pretty different experiences, I would say. Thank you. Appreciate that. Oh, Sonia, you went on mute accidentally. <laughs> I always want to do that. We have, I have never done the mute thing on Decided Hearts, so this is my first, and I always say you have to do it once, right? You do, absolutely. There's my initiation right there. Um, Beautiful. I mean, just listening to your stories, first of all, just congratulations to all three of you. Um, I know, Taya, you're entering your second year of college, so maybe some of the wisdom you can pass down <laughs> to all of us. Um, and I know you guys are just overburdened with this word COVID. I mean, I, I know it has saturated the last um, four or five months of schooling um, and into summer and then what happens next. But, um, and then Black Lives Matter. I mean, these two huge waves um, kind of hit you at once. And I would just, we would just love to know, you know, through all of this, was there a silver lining? Was there something good that came out of it? And then also what were the, the challenges of that as well? Um, Let's go backwards a little bit. Taya, why don't you, if you don't mind, we can start. So um, for the pandemic, the positives for me, um, since it is community college, most of my classes were online already. Um, so when we transitioned to the online, um, it, it was pretty easy. It was pretty smooth. Um, the 
hardest parts of it would probably be just sitting at home doing stuff and you feel very unmotivated to get your work done and, uh, you know, get it done at the last minute and you don't want to sit through all of the lectures. Um, so I think that that is really, really hard, especially for some people when they're very hands-on with learning. Um, but overall, I think it has been more of a positive experience for me, thankfully, um, because I was able to focus more, um, I was able to focus more on the content than being in class with everyone around me. Um, so I think it really just varies from person to person. Um, academically, it was good for me. Um, being at home 24 seven, not working anymore, not going to school was a little bit more challenging. <laughs> Um, cause I have a little brother, he is going to be 13. So it can get pretty, uh, interesting in the house. Um, so that part was a little bit more difficult, but overall, I think it's been a pretty smooth transition for us. Um, uh, thankfully. Thanks. On your break. Um, for me, I think, um, there are sort of two pretty separate uh, uh, silver linings. You talked about the Black Lives Matter movement and the pandemic. Um, I think for the pandemic, it's a lot more surface level for me. It was like, it was sort of, you know, I got more hours at work and a little bit more pay. Um, I was lucky enough to keep my job. I worked at Target. I still work at Target. Um, and, uh, it, it allowed me to, take on more hours because I didn't have all of these other um, responsibilities, things I had to go to. Um, and even school wasn't really getting in the way of me being able to um, add, add more hours. And so that's really helpful, especially transitioning um, from high school to college when I'm going to now start having to um, pay for a lot more of my life. Um, and then I think the, the Black Lives Matter movement um, that was more on a on a on a much larger scale silver lining i think is um a heightened social awareness um a heightened desire to have conversation um which i think as you guys know is incredibly important um and more um i don't know more like ability to just talk about the issues that are, are, are bothering society, I think. So again, two very separate silver linings, but I think both of them have definite silver linings. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, just like going off of like the Black Lives Matter movement, I was like when this first um, started and was like picking up speed, I was like really upset just like at the world and just <clears throat> sorry just like filled with like rage and I like didn't know like who to be mad at I was just like freaking out and I think like what helped me like cope in a way was like just <laughs> kind of like putting it in the universe like just like letting it go kind of and I mean that was like something I kind of learned dealing with like corona and kind of it taking away my senior year like all the just when it was like about to get good so I think like a silver lining in both or the silver lining in corona is like I learned to kind of take it a day at a time and like 
don't stress myself out too much. And like, because I learned that, I was able to like apply it so quickly to like a different situation. And I think without going through like what the virus and things like that, I wouldn't have learned to kind of, you know, take a deep breath, like, like focus on one thing. And I mean, also another thing I learned is like, I shouldn't tie my productivity to like my self-worth because like I learned that, I mean, some days you just like don't feel it. Like I wake up and I'm like, okay, like there's literally nothing to do. There's sometimes there's just simply like nothing to do. And I'm just like, do I watch Netflix? And then I feel bad about myself. And then I just got to remember like Anya, there's literally nothing to do like you're fine. So that is something I'm working on, like not tying them together. And I'm getting there. I'll let you know if I ever <laughs> the nail on the head on that one. But I guess like a silver lining is like awareness to that. So yeah. But if I can just tie off of Anya's thing really quick. I found that like, during our times of not doing anything, it was really, really easy to go into that kind of deep part of your mind where it's like, I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting here. I'm, I'm snacking. I'm watching Netflix. I don't know what I'm doing. It's, it gets super overwhelming. So for everyone to kind of band together and like bond over this, I think has been really, really great. And I think that that uh, whole platform of everyone coming together has built a really good foundation for the Black Lives Matter movement. That everyone has been talking about it, talking about the pandemic, that they're like this now, and now we can really talk about some like really big issues in the world. So I, I experienced the same thing. <laughs> and it's just like, I feel so bad. And I yeah. like, tell my mom, like, why am I like this? And she's like, Anya, calm down. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> I think the adult world is very much struggling as well, you know, being home and we're so used to being busy and then measuring ourselves based on our busyness and to strip that away and to strip it away suddenly makes mm -hmm. us. And, and what I've heard from your responses is courage because we as humans don't like to be uncomfortable. We're not looking for the unfamiliar and the uncomfortable, maybe adventure, but the adventure is more exciting, not like to be stripped away of some some emotional like securities and, and start over. And what I'm hearing from you is just to say, yeah, it was uncomfortable. It was forced upon us. And then you guys reflecting and saying, I want, I have the courage to do something. And it maybe even be nothing, right? <laughs> and that yeah. takes courage to even embrace the nothingness. So yeah. that was, that's pretty 100%. Yeah. I just, and I'm especially like, very like I like doing a lot of things like I like you know in school I was like extracurriculars or whatever and so it was just like weird but I just you know saw the clock and the hours are like going by and I'm like <sighs> but Breck because Breck has got a work schedule so did you get Netflix do you have Netflix time Breck yeah what oh yes okay <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, it's uh, <laughs> I've I've suffered from the same thing, um, and I think well, I think my mom will tell you that a lot of the time, you know, I sit there and I think, man, I should be doing something, and I think my mom will say that there probably is some things that I I should be getting done, 
but um you know sometimes i'll sit there and I'll, I'll all of a sudden i'll be like you know watching netflix and i'll just be like it's like all of a sudden i'll get hit with like a ball of stress mm. and 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 i actually have to like take a step back and 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 examine that and be like am i actually stressed or am i stressed that i'm not stressed about something <laughs> whoa yeah yeah it's yeah. weird it's really weird <laughs> No, that was, you just like hit the nail on the head with that one. Yeah. You're stressed because you're not stressed. That's yeah, so like I should be doing something right now. What's going yeah, on? I think I think our generation especially is hardwired to um, always have something, and especially the stress that I think um, school has been. Um, I feel like steadily adding. I feel like there's there's always this sort of something, and right now there is nothing, and I think that we don't really know what to do with that. Yeah, yeah. Like feeling that you like forgot something. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. Well, and it's not just, it's interesting, I, just to, to take note of that for a second, you are the first generation, I think, of the overscheduled. You really are the first generation that had parents that were told, too, we were stressed as well, Sonia, wouldn't you say, of like, okay, if you want to play basketball, you have to play club, you have to do this, you have to do this, you have to do this, and you have to do this in order to just do this one thing here, um, or you're not going to make the team, or you're not going to do this, or you're not going to, and so, and it, for academics, make sure you do this, this, and this, and are you in this club, and have you volunteered, and have you, and family time, I mean, that's one of the biggest things I've seen is the return of family time uh, during, during this process, which I wonder, have you, have you thought at all about what has happened because it was forced on you and how that might move you into how you face life moving forward? Even maybe how you think about raising kids and this merry-go-round, whether or not it's, was it really of value or, I mean, the world didn't stop. You guys didn't do anything and guess, well, I mean, the world kind of stopped, but, um, <laughs> but, but life as you know it isn't over because you put some of the balls down. Any thoughts about that? Um, I mean, obviously, I think like a huge silver lining is just like the return of family time, like you said. I mean, like with all of my family's like schedules and stuff like that, I mean, it was hard to just like, you know, we're eating dinner at 7 p.m. and like everyone was there. But now, I mean, like we're always eating dinner together and we're like playing cards now and we like watch family movies and stuff like that. And it's like always kind of been a value for me, like family. And that's part of the reason why I'm going back to Canada. Like that's where all my family or like my grandparents are all within like a one hour, 45 minute radius from the campus. And I mean, it's, like, hard to say that that was the reason, but it's, like, definitely a pull. But, um, yeah, I think, like, without a doubt, it just, well, it, like, made me realize how much I'm going to miss, like, the dynamic of all of us in a house together next year. But, I mean, it's, like, a good thing and a bad thing because now I'm, like, it's, like, bittersweet because when I'm gone, I'm going to be really be, like, dang. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it was the same for me. Um, I, I just recently started my job again, um, but I was working, I mean, I was going to school five days a week, 
I was working six days a week, eight hour shifts. And so I was at school, I was at work more than I was at home. I, I saw my parents really early morning, really early nights, sometimes a little bit in the middle for like 30 minutes when I was going from school to work. Um, but I, I was like never home. I, I was, I wasn't, I just wasn't there. Um, and so now being able to be back in my house, despite the fact that it has been challenging in some areas with, you know, the three dogs and the little brother, <laughs> um, I think that it has put kind of in perspective for us. Like my dad said that he's never gone through anything like this. Like we're the first generation in a while to have to deal with something like this, that we can now kind of take that and in the future apply that to like, hey, we had to go through this. We know what it's like to go without these things. And it just, I think it'll help us take things not for granted as often as we might've been doing before. Um, so I think that that'll be a really cool thing to be able to pass on to future generations. Like, hey, like we're so lucky that it's happening now when we don't have, you know, rent to pay for, a car payment to pay for, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like, we're very, very lucky that it's happening now because not only can we learn and like, kind of prepare for this in the future if it were to ever happen again, but we can also take a step back and not have to stress about those things and just realize that it, it really helped us reconnect with our families, I think, at least for me. I think something, uh, a cool metaphor for all of this is sort of um, when you work out, um, the reason your muscles get bigger is from use, but they also have to go through a great deal of stress. Um, and when you put your muscles through a great deal of stress, they feel, you know, tired, worn out, you know, even like I can't use this anymore. But when you get through that, you can actually do so much more with the muscle you've just developed. Um, and so I think that the adversity that we are having to deal with, um, you know, we might be tired, we might not even be able to use it for a while. Um, I might just sit there, but there's going to come a time, you know, five, 10, 15 years down the road where, you know, we're all grown up, we're out of the house and we're sort of, our generation is sort of in charge of the world. If that's, that's kind of a scary thought, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we're going to have um, some really, really unique perspectives that I think no generation before us um, will have ever had. Um, and I think that that's going to be a massive positive. Um, it may not feel like it right now um, because, because we're sore, our muscles are sore, but um, I think that, you know, 10, 15 years down the road, we're going to really think back on this and um, realize the good it, it probably is going to have on the world. Greg, I just, I so understand that. Thank you so much for just putting that in a tangible way. I'm looking back at my, all of my other challenges in my life, like, yes, it's the muscle, right? And <laughs> so appreciate that. It really resonated with me. I, this is also such an interesting transition because you kind of instantly move, no matter what the circumstances are, high school, what you have been micromanaged all this time. The routine was set for you, usually. And then there's this cutoff, like all of a sudden, oh, adulting. So from being a child, to an adult and it, it comes to me in my perspective comes so suddenly and you know you talked about your connection with your family which we Hillary and I would talk about identity a lot 
what's your feeling about, or have, are you still in denial? But what is that feeling of hearing that word, it's time to, or I'm moving towards adulting now? And does that shift your identity? I'm just really interested in that um, integration or interaction between the two. I, I think for me, it, it definitely has kind of shifted the way that I have to look at things and the way that I have to plan for things. Because now it's like, okay, I'm not saving up for, you know, whatever in the future. I'm saving up to move out. I'm saving up to buy a car. And it's, it's kind of focused me more in the things that I do that I'm like, okay, this is the routine that I have to have to be able to like become a fully functioning adult. And I'm really lucky to be able to still be living with my parents right now and that they let me stay there because I honestly don't know if I would be able to deal with the whole having a rent payment and all that stuff. So I think that as I hit 18, now 19, that it's like, wow, like I'm, I'm, I'm getting up there where I'm going to have to be doing things on my own. And so it definitely has changed my outlook on life and has changed I think my personality as a whole has just been kind of like I need to focus now it, it, it's not really like you can't really lollygag anymore like you you gotta get stuff done because now it's your livelihood so I think it, it has very much centered me you have do you have like did you ever have like somebody who would who's like just helping you figure it all out because that's something we don't like definitely not in school you don't really learn life skills in school other than yeah. learning to hit a deadline yeah. I, like that's something I've thought about it's like I don't know the first thing about being an adult in the real world and yet I'm under a month well I'm probably about a, a little over a month away from having to do it myself yeah yeah I, I think that school needs to um, be modified a little bit particularly for that because I didn't know how to do my taxes I didn't know, you know, what kind of savings I need to do, talk about investments. The only thing that really taught me that was like econ senior year when we talked about like investments and things like that. And I'm lucky my parents were able to help with some of the, with some of the learning of, okay, this is what you need to be doing. This is how you do your taxes, this and that. But yeah, I'm, especially because we're like all the older children, like the eldest child. So, I mean, like, I didn't have, you know, like, a person that has siblings who's, like, two, three years older than me that could be like, hey, like, what did you do for that? And they'd be like, oh, don't worry about it. But, I mean, it's, like, another learning curve for me because it's, like, a new kind of system. Like, all my, like, savings and stuff like that for college were all in Canada. Like, they started in Canada because I was born there, and I mean, like, my parents weren't expecting to move here, so it's, like, the transition, and, you know, getting everything set up in that sense, and, like, I can't work here, because, like, I don't have a social, like, I'm just on, like, a visa or whatever, so it's just, like, all these different things, and, like, so much uncertainty, but I think, like, what Tech kind of said, like, in the other question about like there's a silver lining how we don't have some of the um responsibilities that adults have during this time so like we don't have to like defer a payment and i think like that's really important like it does suck of course like no one's denying that but 
I mean, I could be like a graduate of university and like going into like a job market that doesn't exist. And I'm like, well, how am I going to pay off my loans now? So it's like, it's the little things. And I think that's important as well. You know, it's amazing me, um, Sonia, about listening to all three of these. And there's, we could go into a much deeper dive. I have about 52,000 questions. Um, but, but when I'm listening right now, what is amazing me is the optimism. We've given no less than three different opportunities to talk about a negative. And none of you have talked about oh, I'm so frustrated that I didn't get my graduation or my prom or my this or my that. All I've heard is you transitioning it. Uh, and I love, uh, to, to me, that is such a powerful statement of the hope that you have for the future. I hope. Uh, I hope that's what it's saying. But, but to me, that's like my, my, my heart is just like, wow, it's about to burst because I'm so, I'm feeling so much pride for all three of you in your outlook. And so as you look now in that transition and, and, and you might be surprised that you have some more life skills than, than you actually think, but until you're there, you won't know. Um, I think your parents probably work pretty hard to make sure that you have them. You just may not know what they are, um, but um, nobody intended Breck Bilberry. Um, but when you are thinking about your future, what are the, I mean, are you feeling hopeful? Are you feeling fearful? Is it a combination of both? When you look at next year and even beyond that, what is your outlook? You guys go, I'm already in college, so I want to hear what <laughs> you guys have to say. Um, I think as far as the outlook of, of, you know, not looking about what we missed and more looking forward, um, I think it's, it's it's a mixture of probably actually good and bad. Um, you know, there's definitely optimism and hope and, and looking forward, but there's also a like a feeling of like we definitely did miss out on like we never we never even had the choice to do some of the things that um, at, like basically every generation before and after us got the choice to do. Um, and and so it it's like it's sad but you don't want to you don't want to focus on on that and so that's that's sort of I think where the focus of the future comes in is that you know if you focus too much on what you missed you're going to start missing more things if that makes any sense um yeah um for me I'm just kind of like ready I'm like let's go like let's just do it like it's so much uncertainty and like change going on right now that I'm like what like college is just this big you know it's like there's just so much going on and I'm like let's just dive head first and I mean I totally like understand like the whole you know it is so upsetting like the whole graduation thing and stuff like that but I mean it's like so far away in my mind that I'm just like like let's go to a different country let's experience something new let's like I mean I'm so like easygoing about the whole college thing I probably to a fault actually there might be like some deadlines that I'm not really <laughs> aware of but I mean 
I just like we were talking a little bit before this about like law of attraction stuff like that and I mean I decided pretty last minute to go to Canada and I was just like put it in the universe and I'm like find me a roommate like just universe find me a roommate and then I did like I didn't even have to reach out to anyone <laughs> they just reached out to me so it's just like all these again like little things that are like signaling that I'm like on the right track and just kind of progressing maybe not even forward just like progressing like it doesn't maybe I go a little you know there's some bad days and I like go like two steps back but I mean movement and I'm just like really 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 excited about the future and like kind of to just like capitalize on it but we have so many life skills now and I think that's like a big takeaway like we can deal with anything like come on like a flat tire nothing nothing so yeah global pandemic easy easy (laughs) yeah I think I think going off of what Hillary said about the whole hope thing I feel like we've hit this point where it's like we've had to deal with like some of the craziest things ever like with the pandemic with the movement just everything that's going on like we're living in a time where like it doesn't seem real like it, it seems very very just like crazy and so I feel like going forward I think there is a lot of hope because it's like I dealt with that I I can deal with the future and I think that that's really cool that we can go forward from there and especially you guys because I I had the luxury of having all the senior things and so I can tell you graduation is not all that it's cracked up to be (laughs) you guys didn't miss anything it was it was a hot day of just standing around for about five hours um (laughs) But I think you guys have a very, very different outlook than I do, even though we are so close to everything going on. And I think that it kind of just sets up for a better future because we are the generation that will be running everything. And so a generation full of hope can only, you know, be good. Yeah. 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 I think one of the things that I'm hearing too, and silver lining is wisdom. I mean, you guys are really wise. Like I'm, I'm learning so much about the things that you've gained, the wisdom that you've gained. Um, so passing down that wisdom, we're looking to the class of 2021. So on your, like your brother, <laughs> years, what, you know, as you're in this mindset now, um, and I, I'm sorry, I have to recognize too, the growth mindset is amazing. I mean, Anya, just for you to say, I don't have to progress forward. Forward yeah. is no longer in my vocabulary. I just want to progress. And the movement is more important. And I think, wow, there's the growth development right there. Um, any, any advice to your class of 2021? What so... I wish my brother would listen to me. I just want to put that out there. It's like, I went through high school, listen to me, but whatever. (laughs) Um, I just think, like, it's a kind of cliche at this point, but, you know, live in the moment type of thing. Like, we didn't know our last Friday was going to be, like, the last Friday of school. Like, we didn't know, you know, the last lunch was going to be, like, the last lunch. But um, I think, like, just savor the moment. And it's so cliche, but it's so true. I mean, cliches start, you know, or born out of truth. But um, I would also say, um, like, 
optimist, like be an optimist. You know, it's not the end of the world. It's just like, take it a day at a time. I mean, there's also realize when things are out of your control. Like, I think that took a long time for me to learn, especially throughout high school. And it's like, you know, like I remember like freaking, I was about to say another word, but they said freaking. <laughs> um, like junior year, if I got like a bad version of a test, like the harder version, I would like freak out. But like, I couldn't control that. Like, Anya, you can't deal with that stuff. So um, yeah, that's like a big thing. And I mean, your senior year, like the first couple months are kind of hard because you're like dealing with normal course load and then college stuff. But it's like, take it a day at a time. Like there's always going to be like that Friday night that you can just like, you know, go to the movies or whatever, or like that Saturday morning where you have breakfast with your family. Like you're, there's always something to look forward to. So yeah. Uh, really quick, if you don't mind, I love that you said that Anya. And if uh, just to insert an analogy that I love that I always use when I'm talking to people. And it reminded me, as you were saying that it reminded me of it because I love to ski. I love to downhill ski, but I was never a good downhill skier because I never, I, I just didn't grow up doing it. And the very first time being slightly afraid of heights and by slightly, I mean, I cry. Um, I looked down the hill and if you look, yeah, <laughs> if you look all the way down the hill, like a black diamond, it, it looks scary as all get out. It looks like, how am I ever going to get down that? And the reason I love skiing is because you don't have to look down the hill. You just have to look for your next turn and you just keep on looking for your next turn. And then before you know it, you're down at the bottom of the hill and you're like, man, I did that. Like you look back up and know. So in my mind, when things are going on, I always just think, what's my next turn? What's my next turn? That's all I have to do. Yeah, uh, going off of what Anya said, I'm very much like a type A person. I'm very much a planner. I'm like, this is what we're doing. This is what's happening. Every single dance, outing, everything we did as a group, I'd be like, okay, this is when we need to leave. This is when we all need to get together. So I, I was very, even with like college, even though I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do, when I had an idea, I was like, okay, these are the steps I need to get to. And starting in high school, transitioning from middle school, it was really, really difficult for me because I was, I was a, like a, I would catastrophize. I don't even know if that's the right, catastrophize. I would catastrophize everything when it went wrong. Mm -hmm. And so I think going through all of this has kind of given us all a unique coping mechanism to put things in perspective and to be like, Hey, like this sucks right now. And this thing is hard, but it doesn't even compare to what we had to go through yeah. back then, which I think is great because I, uh, I had to do lots of a therapy to get that. And you guys got it for free. You guys <laughs> were able to, were able to get through that. And I think that that's a great thing for a generation to have, because I think overthinking and worrying has been built into us so much with school, with, you know, tests that I think that it's great to remind people that like, it's not the end of the world and that it, it, it will be okay in the end. And so I, I think that that's great that you guys were able to experience that so I guess that would be my advice like yeah don't don't stress about it too much because there's only so much you can do and plan for the future but don't stress about that yeah I liked I liked the the live in the moment um point I was thinking along the same lines as well where it was just like um you know what you said we weren't really 
there was not really a warning. Like we, we saw some of the signs, but it just was like, it was never real until all of a sudden it was very, very real. Um, you know, it was happening somewhere else or, oh, there's a couple cases in Washington or, oh, you know, it's starting to spread. And then it was all of a sudden, like, you're not coming back to school this year. You're not allowed to go outside of your house except for very specific things. Uh, you can't see your friends. Like, it, it all progressed so fast and with such little warning that I think, um, it's it's sort of like um you know everyone's probably heard the analogy of like if if your friend died tomorrow or if you died tomorrow what would what would the last memory be and it's sort of like we didn't have really our friends die unexpectedly but we sort of did in a way we we out of nowhere lost everything or not everything but we lost a lot of things and so that that teaches you to to be optimistic about what you still have, what you can do, what you are doing, um, because you won't always have the luxury maybe of having all of those things. Yeah, taking taking something bad and making it into something that you can look forward to is like such a great life skill and not enough people have it. Like especially me, I'm very much like a realist. I wouldn't say I'm an optimist or a pessimist. I'm just like, this is what's happening. This is the realism of it. And that has its faults. And to be able to take something like so just draining and just insane and to turn it into something what, that you can look forward to and just be like, hey, I can use this in the future. I think that that's one of the biggest silver linings of all of it. It's it, it. That's the virtue of resilience. I mean, that's what I hear in all of you, which by the way, is when we do, Sonia and I both come from an education world and that is the number one indicator of success in life is the measure of your resilience. And so, uh, boy, I, I don't know about you, Sonia, I'm feeling pretty darn optimistic about future, <laughs> given who we're talking to right now. I'm, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, are, are these three representative of the, you know, like our future? And, you know, I, and I'm also thinking like of the adult world, we did feel so sorry. A lot of burden of, oh my gosh, I feel so sorry for the senior class, for college students who may not return. And, and I know that sympathy was definitely needed, but really I'm thinking short term because they're like, we're uplifting this. Let's elevate. Let's like Anya. Let's do this. Let's let's elevate from a place. We're not going to stay down there long. So it's actually a reality check for me yeah. to say, oh, the sympathy's over. Like they're ready to like take over. They're ready to change this world. So I'm I'm feeling so uplifted right now. Me too. There was like my, the thought that kept going through my head was like they're warriors, man. Like they're ready. And yeah. so that's that's really cool. Have, I mean, you guys don't really know each other. A lot. I don't even know if Taya and Anya hang out a lot. So I hung out with Anya. But yeah, we went to Bobo one time. Okay, great experience. Sweet. And then even Breck, like, so these are kind of in their different spaces, representing the same resilience. So I'm gonna, I'm going to believe that that you guys represent your entire generation. I think it's, with the that that sympathy thing that you're talking about, and how we just sort of like rose up out of it, like the time sympathy is over. Um, I don't know if this is true for either of you, but like the the sympathy 
sort of like at first it was very welcome and then towards like now when I still get it I'm sort of like okay but we're we're past that now like let's focus on something else like it's it's not like annoying but it's like you know we all we all definitely need to to start like think like looking forward thinking about the future because you know right now we're just sitting in the past and that's not really that's not really doing it for me just to take a quick side note on that um breck you said something interesting to me one time and i just wanted to to have you say it if you remember it but it goes back to identity that we were talking about about the 50 millionth time somebody was giving you sympathy you turned to me, I'm like, well, well, why don't you, I, I think I was putting a sign up in the yard or whatever. And you're like, I don't really need any more signs up there. And I said, why? Do you remember what you said? Mm, I did it. Ha was it when I was talking about sort of like being, you know, like, like that, that chapter never happened. So why focus on something that never happened? Let's, go forward from there was that you know it was actually and it's interesting and i don't know if this is unique to you or, or or whatever because he's also for those who don't know he's a he's a burn survivor as well and so I, he is not he that has never been his identity it's it's always the other things and so brock what you said to me when with the sign was you said this isn't how i want to be known i don't want I, i'm done with the sympathy because i don't want the identity to be I'm the kid who never got a graduation. Uh, there's so much more to me than that. Do you remember how, that conversation? Yeah, yeah. And I remember that really struck me. So sorry, I didn't mean to start a whole nother cycle, but as he was talking, I remembered that and that really struck me as such an identity piece. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, I think that mindset that you have of like, I don't want to focus on the past. We only need to focus on the future, I think is a big part of why movements like the Black Lives Matter and movements like that are doing so well and are bring, being so widely known. It's because people have that same mindset and are like, we just need to get better from here on out. Like, we just need to remember the future and like make it better and not focus on the bad past. Wow. I think that that's a great place to end. What do you think, Miss Sonia? I am feeling it. Yeah, I, I would love now. I mean, the challenge to our viewers. You know, yeah, thank you. Absolutely. I was gonna say thank you so much to all three of you. It was such a privilege to have you here. And it's really funny because I actually almost want to change our challenge because our challenge was really to ask our viewers to give you what advice and hopes and and any thoughts. And I kind of want to be like, Never mind. Do you want to run? Do you want to write in for advice from these three? Because I'm sure they could have you sorted and just. <laughs> but but the challenge, we'll say the challenge for now, is if you have questions for them, go ahead and post those. But otherwise, what is what is your advice or your hopes for these three individuals as well as this generation, specifically the class of 2020? Are there things that you would like to say to them? and uh we'd love to we'd love to hear it and with that thank, thank you. you so much for everything you've was it fun did you enjoy yourselves yeah, that was awesome yeah. getting to see like everyone's person uh, not personality perspectives it's just great that was awesome thank All you right. well thank you we'll talk soon